So as it concerns the character trait called pride, uh, we may be tempted to say that any and all forms of pride uh, are bad and negative because perhaps that's what we've been taught or that that's what sounds right to say in connection with this term, meaning pride. Uh, and yet we would say that uh, we obviously pride is just a word and it can refer to anything at all, but we can identify a class of personality traits or character traits or, or patterns of experience and behavior that we can call pride and then we would call positive in here. Uh, one such class would be uh, uh, pride that concerns having something, uh, uh, having real possession uh, of some real knowledge uh, or of some real grasp of reality. So, for example, uh, uh, if a toddler begins to uh, walk, right, uh, or at whatever age a, a young kid begins to walk and eventually learns to walk, learns to ride a bike, learns to uh, eat food by him or herself, learns to use the bathroom by him or herself, and so forth and so on. Uh, these frequently are, and, and, and we would say should be, it's certainly good, uh, th th they become forms of pride, right? I'm able to walk by myself. I'm able to go to sleep by myself. I'm able to get dressed and tie my shoes by myself because this is something real. It's a, it's a reality to, to be able to tie one's shoes. Right? On the other hand, the negative pride here w would concern something, uh, some kind of fantasy or, or something made up. I'm proud because I have an imaginary friend that you don't have. Well, that's imaginary. Right? I'm proud because I believe that uh, the tooth fairy came to me last night and and put the the you know gave me a tooth or gave me the money for the tooth whatever the case may be that's oh that's a little innocent fine for 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 kids but we get the point that would be not as desirable as pride that comes uh, from being able to do something on one's own figuring something out and so forth so we see that this obviously doesn't have to stop in childhood and as we get older we can do real stuff and we can attain the real knowledge and, and real skills and real competency and make real contact with reality. And we see that this can be done even in very tough circumstances. Uh, in fact, sometimes tough circumstances enable such uh, contact with reality much better than fluffy, uh, soft, luxurious circumstances. And consequently, a person can have a, a healthy sort of pride that is not really vanity uh, in any and all circumstances. So, for example, we see that for, uh, frequently enough, people that grow up in or live in in really poor uh, crime-ridden neighborhoods and or nations have a lot of pride in connection uh, with these circumstances. So on the face of it, wh why does that make sense, right? Y y why are you proud when there's people that live in fancy neighborhoods that are, are very wealthy? Why are you proud of, of living in, um, you know, in a in dilapidated circumstances where there's always crime and there's always violence and shootings and fights and drugs and and uh, uh, all these kinds of things, assaults. Why? Why are you proud, right? Or even in, in uh, kind of countries, in developing nations where there's <laughs> tremendous, there'd be every day firefights on the streets, meaning with, with, with weapons, there can be conditions of war, all kinds of things. And yet we see that there's a very real pride associated with such circumstances. So here, if we were to analyze it, the idea would be that in such circumstances, they might be tough, they might be rough, they, they might be... Uh, far from desirable in, in many or most or all aspects, and yet uh, in such circumstances, I am able to make some kind of contact with reality. I'm able to know and understand something real, such as the realities of human nature. Right? I'm not uh, living in my own head concerning uh, uh, human nature and what people are capable of. I know exactly what they're capable of because I've seen it and maybe I've done it, and further, I've been able to 
survive and make it here. And we see that a person that has no contact with uh, such realities, with social realities, with human realities, would not be able to make it in such circumstances because a person wouldn't understand what's going on. A person would be too naive, right? I can, of course, I can go at 2 uh, a.m. in this area, in this nation, in this neighborhood with uh, my uh, nice uh, jewelry and my nice watch out, you know, no problem because everybody's nice. I read it in the book. All right, so a person who, uh, 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 in such circumstances, who's adept and understands uh, what's going on and understands how things work, and we see, consequently, that it naturally leads to a type of pride. I might have nothing at all uh, compared to you materially. I might be on the lowest rung uh, socially, economically, uh, and yet I still understand something about reality, and that puts me ahead of somebody that does not understand something about reality. So we'd say, but doesn't everybody understand something about reality? So to an extent, certainly, because anybody who's alive and is not uh, on, on feeding machines and breathing tubes and such, totally incapacitated, unfortunately, uh, understands uh, some basics. Right? I need to eat, I need to drink, I need to sleep, and these are realities. I can be in my head as much as I want, but I'm still going to eat. Chances are, and if I'm going to survive for sure. But uh, I'm still going to drink, I'm still going to breathe, I'm still going to sleep eventually, and so forth and so on. But we say that aside from where we're violently, aggressively drawn to uh, reality, such as the feelings we get if we go, for, if I say, you know, I don't need to eat. Okay, try it, right? I don't need to breathe. Okay, go go for it. I don't need to sleep, right? Reality forces us in line. But other than that, we see there's a tremendous latitude of, uh, of freedom to go off into our own head. And part of that is because we communicate in language and we're able to conceptualize uh, realities that are not immediately present and we're able to form various faulty combinations and then all kinds of things that that language enables and uh, further we have obviously our self-esteem needs our vanity all these things and we see consequently that it's so so easy to get get off into our own head uh, and live there and we see consequently that there's individuals that are not forced into line for example by the area they live in person lives in a very nice area, a person has a, a job that is many steps removed from doing anything uh, very specifically concrete, right? maybe 10 steps down somebody's doing something concrete, which is not to really comment on the value of that, it can have value, but just to say, nonetheless, right, I, I make my living from, I don't want to pick anything specific out, but maybe I make my living from, uh, you know, I found a clientele that enjoys me taking uh, uh, some paint and just without any skill, just splashing it at a canvas, right? And then I have like 50 people that, that like that and they buy it, right? So, okay, fine. We don't want to pick anything out, but something like that that's disconnected, that, that, that's, I don't have to figure out how to build a machine. I don't have to figure out how to fix something. I don't have to figure out how numbers work, right? Uh, and the reality of two plus two being four and such, I can just kind of do what I want and somehow get paid for it, which is also part of reality to get paid for it, but still. All right, so uh, I'm so in such circumstances. All right, nothing is forcing me in line or very few things except for the basics, food, water, uh, breathing. I see that I can so, so easily get deep, deep off, uh, get deep, deep, excuse me, into the deep end of my fantasies, of, of my uh, uh, false conceptions about how things work. And that is, of course, the recipe for mental illness and for uh, uh, all kinds of uh, uh, melodies that we don't want. 
Because the solution, it, it just like physically, the solution is reality. The solution is I need real food and real water and real oxygen and such. The solution uh, 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 mentally and emotionally is I need real ideas. I need a real understanding of how the world works. Right? I need to really understand how people work in order to properly and successfully engage with them and interact with them and, and even make my way is to survive in, a, in an area depending on the area i need to really understand how uh, um, how the physical world works for, for instance how to build things such and, and so forth and i need to understand how uh, other realities work as well so that's the idea uh, any kind of contact with reality that we have whether it's through a sport and knowing the the limits of our of uh, our physical limits whether it's uh, social uh, reality such as growing up in or living in rough areas that force us into the mind uh, and, and so forth any kind of re reality checks that we can gain are to our benefit and our grounds for uh, 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 having some real pride, right? If I know something real and it's not just nonsense, right? For example, I can really, um, I'm actually physically competent and it's not just, I'm not just, uh, uh, I'm not just puffing on my chest without having any idea of how things work there. I, I'm, I'm actually financially competent. I'm actually intellectually competent. I'm actually uh, environmentally competent, meaning I, and again, I can survive in rough areas and neighborhoods and things like that because I understand how people work and, and all that. I can really put my chin up a little bit and be proud that I have some contact with reality and hopefully increase that contact. I'm right. We can think about it. Thank you for listening.